Tequila Embajador is the best way to celebrate the big game. That's the Las Vegas way of celebrating. Every sip of Tequila Embajador gives you that feeling that every weekend is one long holiday weekend. You can always make the right play call if you're in Las Vegas by celebrating big plays with a glass of Tequila Embajador at Michael T's Embajador Happy Hour daily between 4 and 6 p.m. The official tequila for Michael T's Steaks, Ribs, Burgers, and Sports Bar at the corner of Warm Springs and Tenea. Big games, big weekends, great fans. Celebrate with Tequila Embajador. And welcome to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. I'm your host, Coach Jim Bola. And UNLV News men's basketball coming away with an 80-52 decisive victory over Air Force. And uh, scoring goes for UNLV in Baki Diong. 25 minutes, 16 points. Uh, Bryce Hamilton, 31 minutes, 18 points. Jenkins, David Jenkins Jr., 24 minutes, 21 points in. Uh, did a great job against them. Now they get to play Utah State. And they are an eight and a half point underdog to Utah State. So here is TJ Otzelberger and Mbake Diong in the post-game press conference after the Air Force game. Statement, and then we'll take questions. If you have a question, please raise your hand in the chat. We've talked quite a bit recently about our team's um, inability or whatever you want to call it to guard the three-point line and pressure the basketball. And today was as fine of an effort as we've had in those categories all season long. And not only did we do it for a half, the first half we came out and had that same focus defensively in the second half. So I know with our guys, when we're at our best, we're getting stops and we're getting out and running, and we're fortunate to have that be the case today. So with Tyler Bischoff, ESPN Radio. TJ, how much did uh, familiarity from playing these guys twice in the regular season make it easier to defend them the time around? Well, it's challenging. I think when you have to beat a team three times in a year, we're lucky that they've all been on our court. At the same time, you know you know what you're getting in terms of long possessions that you have to defend and a lot of cutting and, and, and moving and things like that. So the familiarity certainly helped. But I thought our intent and our will defensively was much better than it had been. Our focus on guarding the three-point line, um, I think in games prior, wasn't as much because we weren't familiar. I, I didn't know that our effort was exactly where it needed to be. Today we had tremendous effort, intent, and defensive focus, and it was fun to see this group defend that way. Mike Romola? Yeah, it was a... Uh... Your focus or an emphasis on going inside on offense you know, with Jong and even with Delcadia early in the, the first half to get going? Well, we knew they were going to have great awareness to Bryce. They had done a good job in prior matchups, you know, matching up to him and having awareness. And we talked a lot about getting inside catches, getting guys um, going to the rim, scoring at the goal, trying to get to the foul line. And Mbake had tremendous energy. And when you play with that much energy – the ball finds you, and, and, and you're able to get the opportunities where you can be uh, successful. So it was part of the plan, but I was really pleased with the effort uh, that Mbake and, and Edo had at times in there to just, you know, impose their will. Terrell Emerson? Speaking of that, TJ, you mentioned earlier this year, you said, I think the quote was something along the lines of, nobody has impacted winning more than Mbake. 
The team was down 14 to 12, and then Mbappe proceeded to score six straight points, including the breakaway steal and uh, and dunk. Can you talk about how that, I guess, what is that, three straight plays kind of was a snapshot of what you talked about earlier in the year? Well, Mbappe's done that many times for us this season when we need a big play. He's he's the guy that kind of turns the tide. I think, you know, for him, it's he has a lot of pride in this program. He has a pride in the job that he does every game. And good things happen to people that, that look at it that way. And so uh, he has the uncanny ability to, to make those plays in, in key moments. And, you know, those steals, when he gets those deflections and steals and gets that transition dunk we've seen from him many times, it's worth much more than two points to our team because it gets our guys going. It gives us great energy. Sometimes when he adds a little more uh, hot sauce on the dunk, it gives his coach a little more uh, nerves, but uh, as long as we complete the play, his coach is all for it. In addition to that, um, the team posted 20 assists. That tied the second most for this team this season. Can you talk a little bit about how happy you were to see that from your team in a game where it mattered most? Well, we shared the basketball. We had a really good intent to, to move it. I mean, Bryce made some really great passes. I thought Nick Blake had some great passes. Devin does a good job in there, too. And so... It's playing for each other and, and sharing the ball. And, um, you know, 20 assists is, is impressive, especially in a game that doesn't have a lot of field goal attempts. Um, so I thought our guys had a real willingness to, to find each other, make plays for each other, and it was, it was great to watch. Ed Graney? Uh, TJ and Mbappe, but first, TJ, um, you beat Utah State here. You split with them. Um, first game was kind of a mock up game, and second game you lost. Can you go off those two games? What do you expect for tomorrow night? What do you have to do to, uh, to advance? Well, the more physical team will win that game tomorrow, and we were the more physical team in the first matchup. And then the second game, it was certainly them. So we have a lot of respect for their program, their coaches, their players. Uh, their front line is terrific, probably as good or better than anybody in the league with Kata and Dean. And we're going to have to match that physicality and toughness. Uh, we're going to have to keep them off the foul line, out of the paint. And uh, we're going to have to do a great job protecting the paint. They're, they're a team that really um, tries to, to, you know, to hammer the ball inside. And then defensively, they do a good job of protecting the rim. So we know what we're up against. We do have a lot of respect for them. Uh, and, and I know that if our guys play, have the defensive intent and focus and physicality, that will be successful. So I'm excited to, you know, to talk through that and watch some film in the morning and get, get focused on it. But our guys know how good they are, and we respect them, and we know we're going to need to be at our best. And um, quickly for Mbappe, uh, you know, you get them a third time now, a matchup with Tata. You're looking forward to it. I mean, what do you think has to happen tomorrow night for you guys? Uh, I feel like just what Coach said, you know, the more physical team will win this game. So we're going to try to do – everything that we can to, uh, to be the more physical team so we can come out uh, successful tomorrow. Jesse Merrick. Hey, TJ. Um, I know Utah State's a two seed for a reason, but how much does it help to have played a game and you know, kind of get roll on, get foot here to uh, maybe get a little rhythm going? It does help, I think, this time of the year to – you know, to have that game, to get it under your belt, especially as well as we played and shared the ball and defended with intent. So, um, you know, excited to get that one under our belt, build our confidence, get our togetherness and, um, you know, nerves out or whatever you want this time of the year. And now we need to carry some of that momentum into tomorrow 
and, and again, it's going to be about being physical and being gritty and, uh, you know, finishing plays, keeping them off the foul line. So we know what the challenge is, and hopefully this momentum from today will carry into tomorrow. Go back to Tyler Bischoff and then Adam Hill. Uh, and Dante, can any of your other teammates uh, pull off the dunk you did for your second one? Oh, yeah, I'm the, I'm the least bouncy one in there. <laughs> we, got, we got Nick Blake, Reese, Bryce can do that. Like, a lot of people can do that, man. I'm just... <laughs> who, wins, who wins the dunk contest on the team? Uh, probably Nick or Reese. <laughs> yeah. Adam Hill. So, Terry McBride can do as a score, but during that 22 run, he had... Uh, four rebounds, uh, two assists, and a block shot. You feel it's a few kind of on a mission tonight? Yeah, I felt like, uh, you know, in those stretches, that there's certainly uh, his intent was good and his focus was good. And, and again, when, when guys are sharing the basketball, we need more guys to be more willing passers and, and make the right play, good things happen. So I was happy to see him do that tonight. We needed that. And, and like you said, that run was the one that separated us and gave us some um, some cushion there, and and then we didn't look back. You uh, you talked uh, especially at the beginning about the three point shooting defense. Obviously, it was, it was good early on. Just how pleased were you with what they were able to do defending the perimeter? I was really happy. It's been an Achilles heel for us all season long that our ball pressure has been an issue, and it's allowed people to pass it too easily. Today, we were good with ball pressure. Our off ball awareness at times we get caught ball watching. Today we did a better job getting the closeouts early. There's times when we're switching that our communication isn't to the level it needs to be. Today we switched aggressively. So many of the things you need to do to guard the three-point line effectively, we were able to implement and do today. And it's, it's things that we work on all the time. And as a coach, when the things that you practice on a daily basis come to fruition during the game, you're, you know, you're pleased as a coach. And that's today I, w I was really happy with our guys that way. All right, that does it for questions. Thank you, everybody. If money was no object and you and a friend could get away to a beautiful nearby resort for a 24-hour stay that includes a world-class spa treatment, would you do it? Now, what if I tell you $99 is all you need for that same scenario and the resort is the fabulous Casablanca in beautiful Mesquite, Nevada? You'll be rejuvenated inside their spa and salon, with a Swedish massage, European facial, or pumpkin pedicure of your choice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Casablanca Resort's $99 room and spa getaway. You can get away from your stress and start to refresh in less than an hour's drive. And when you come, enjoy our delicious dining, nightly entertainment, championship golf courses, and famous weekend brunch buffet. Book your $99 room and spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Must be 21 years or older. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite. It's just like Vegas used to be. Now, let's get back to Coach's Corner. Here again, your host. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And we've got Vegas Gold Knights playing the Minnesota Wild last night in disappointing game 4-3 to the Minnesota Wild loss. And Mark andre Fleury got pulled in the third period. Uh, Knights really couldn't get anything going until after he left. And Dylan Coughlin, first NHL game, hat trick 
for the Vegas Golden Knights. So uh, here is Coach Pete DeBoer along with Dylan Coughlin and Mark Stone in their post-game press conference courtesy of the Vegas Golden Knights. Hey, Dylan, I'm wondering, do you keep all three pucks, just the first one and the third one? How many pucks do you get out of the night? Uh, I haven't looked yet. Um, yeah, I haven't looked um, uh, at the first one. I'm not too sure about the other two, but hopefully. This question for Dylan comes from Ben Goats, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hi, Dylan. When Marc-Andre gets pulled there in the third period, I guess, do you guys as skaters kind of take that personally or take that as Pete trying to send a message to you guys? Um, I don't know. I mean, I thought Paul Power played a good game. Um, you know, he, he made some big saves at some few times. And, um, you know, I don't think we we really played well in front of him. And, um, you know, we, we got to do a better job of, of keeping pucks out of the streets and um, you know, limiting the score, scoring chances. So, um, you know, it wasn't anything he did or, Anything like that, so um, you know, I thought I thought he played good. Turn to Justin Emerson from the Las Vegas Sun. Dylan, a, a lot happened tonight. It seemed like it was going a million miles an hour there at the end. I'm curious. Um, obviously, you want to win the game, but what's the when you think back on tonight? I guess what's going to be your lasting memory of a night in a game like this? Uh, yeah. I mean, I wish wish we could have got the win. And, no, that would have been the, the icing on the cake, but um, you know, I felt, felt pretty good. Um, you know, I, just mean, I thought we, we made some mistakes, and um, you know, I, I thought I made a couple mistakes too, which were in, a, in key time. So, um, but yeah, take away from this. I mean, my first goal, and um, you know, I was lucky enough to get two more after that. So, um, it's definitely a night I'll remember for the rest of my life. Next question for Dylan Coglin goes to Ken Bulky Simbin, South Vegas. Hey Dylan, when's the last time you scored a hat trick? Uh, probably when I was ten years old, maybe. <laughs> I'm not too sure. Um, I've had a couple of close calls in, in junior, but um, you know, a hat trick I haven't had since since I was ten, probably or, or even younger. This question comes from David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey Dylan, kind of with that, did you feel a little weight off your shoulder after the first one? Did you feel a little more freedom in your game from that point on? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it's, it's nice to get the first one of the way. Um, I've definitely had some, some chances to score this year and, um, you know, I haven't capitalized. I don't know if it's just nervous or or uh, a bad bounce, but, um, you know, it was nice to finally get, get one. And uh, like I said, to get two was, was awesome. And, um, you know, it was great, great two plays by Marty and Theo and, um, you know, great traffic in front of the last one. I'll conclude Dylan Coghlan's availability. Dylan, thanks for your time. Thanks. Hey, Mark, when Pete pulls Mark Andre there in the third period, do you guys as skaters take that as more of a you know message to you and something that Pete's trying to tell you guys about your game? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think we need to pull the goalie for us to realize that we're not playing well. Um, Flowers played a lot of hockey and he was get him out of there and give him some rest. But um, I don't think we really need to pull a goalie to realize that we were playing properly in the third period. That question goes to Jesse Granger, the athletic. 
Mark, how did you feel? Obviously, after missing the last short period of hockey, did you feel 100% good? Yeah, I felt good. Uh, well, those injuries, you don't really keep pushes, you know, anger. So, um, one day and uh, got the problem solved. So, I'm good. Question for Mark Stone comes from Justin Emerson, Las Vegas. Hey, Mark, uh, I guess just what can you say about Dylan Collins tonight? First three goals of his career all come in the same game and gets a hat trick for you guys. Yeah, I mean, we didn't have a ton of guys, um, you know, kind of executing very well at eggs, but um, he was excellent. Uh, scored, you know, played well defensively, uh, and got rewarded, obviously. Um, I think as he kind of grows as a player, um, his offense is going to come. He moves the puck well, skates well. Um, but like, the way he plays, he's going he's gonna to score goals. He's, he's just too good of a player. Go to David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hi, Mark. Until the end there in the third period, it just seemed like offensively you guys weren't connecting. Uh, did you feel like you know maybe some plays were being forced, or why weren't things clicking? I guess for for the first couple periods. Well, execution. Um, they didn't break the puck out well. They didn't transition the puck well. Um, they didn't make proper plays in the ozone. Um, didn't get any sustained zone time, uh, but they are. We'll hold a moment if there's any final questions here for Mark Stone. Mark, thanks for the time tonight. It's review journal. Hey, Pete. Mark Stone just said the execution wasn't there tonight. I guess what did you see in tonight's game? Yeah, same thing. You know, um, you know, and and still, it's a one-one game going into the third period. You know, we still have a chance to win and get points, and, uh, and we, uh, we self-destruct to uh, you know, take, take a penalty, give up a power play goal, you know, and then and then push and give up uh, you know another odd man goal. So. You know, I'm unfortunate. I think uh, execution wasn't great. Uh, I think, uh, you know, they play well defensively. you got to work for your goals. And through the first 40 minutes, I don't think we did enough uh, that way. And, you know, but still, uh, the disappointing part for me is it's still a winnable game going into third with 20 minutes to play. And, you know, we didn't, we didn't uh, bring it from third. Next question. Next question for Pete comes from Justin Emerson, Las Vegas. On. Hey, Pete, was was pulling flurry about getting him rest ahead of the weekend, or was it to try to energize the skaters on the team, or maybe a combination of the two? Strictly, strictly looking at the fact we have, you know, another two more games Friday, Saturday. Played a lot of hockey, and it was a chance to get. Uh, you know, a uh, young guy uh, in the game. So if he does get a start down the road, you know, it's not going to be all brand new for him. But the, the underlying motivation was just to get Flower, you know, 10 minutes less less hockey and, and, and less shots going into the weekend. This question comes from Jesse Granger, The Athletic. Pete, you, you pulled a goalie for the extra attacker. Four on four, and it obviously some work. I'm wondering, um, is that something you do regularly, or is that just about the, the game, just 
wasn't able to create offense and just looking for something? Well, you know, the four-on-four four gives you a, a unique opportunity um, to create a power play, basically, you know, with the goalie out. So, um, you know, those, those situations don't, uh, don't uh, show up very often, you know, especially with the timing of the game and, and, you know, how far behind you were, obviously. Down by a goal, you probably wouldn't consider doing that, but uh, we really had nothing to lose at that point. An opportunity to, you know, to get on the, you know, a, a, a short power play there. And, and, you know, it was, it was uh, interesting because we actually you know, got the goalie back and then off on the fly. I haven't seen the goalie on the fly like that, I think, ever, you know, when we have. Last question for Pete goes to David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hi, Pete. Can you just touch on Dylan Coughlin's effort tonight? Maybe what you saw, especially after the first goal, uh, just if that elevated his play a little bit. Yeah, you know, Cog has got those offensive instincts. Um, you know, we've got tough lineup decisions to make here, but uh, going into tonight, we wanted him in the lineup for exactly the reason. That you saw, and his ability to to, uh, to create offense back where he's done it his whole life. So, um, you know, I, I thought uh, you know he came and did a great job. Really happy for him. I wish wish he would remember his first thing to have with a with a win too. I'm sure he enjoyed it a little bit more. That'll conclude. Bob, quick, the neighbors, there they go again. Jeez, it's like clockwork. Every weekend, he grabs his clubs, she grabs a duffel, and they're gone for the night. And when they come back, they look so relaxed and happy. Where do you think they go? Well, they're not rich, so it must be affordable. Maybe some kind of marriage retreat? Oh, right, with golf clubs? And she looks so refreshed. We could use some of whatever it is. Go ask them when they get back. Well, they're back. And you won't believe it. Surprise me. They've been going to Casablanca Resort in Mesquite on that $99 room and golf getaway. Sometimes they go for the $99 room and spa getaway. They love it. Hey, we could afford 99 bucks, and it's only a little more than an hour's drive. Let's treat ourselves. Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. Now, let's get back to Coach's Corner. Here again, your host. It's stone crab season at the Casablanca up in Mesquite, Nevada. And here's Tom Jerrion talking about stone crab at the Casablanca Hotel and Casino. Tom Jerrion, he is the corporate general manager and also oversees food and beverage at the Casablanca. And they have an unbelievable gourmet room up there called Catherine. So, Tom, welcome to the show. Thank you. And it is now stone crab season, correct? Stone crabs are in till mid-May. They start mid-October and they go to mid-May. And, and we have them flown in all the time. I, I know firsthand, and I, as I told you off the air, I, I've i never had anything as wonderful as the stone crab that I had up at the Casablanca. We have a really good resource in Florida, and uh, we are really good about taking good care of our purveyors 
and they take really good care of us. And I think I don't think there's anybody in the state of Nevada that gets more stone crab than me. I mean, we go through a lot. Yeah, and the I, people love them. They call up and they ask for me. Get the stone crabs in. I said yes. But sometimes <laughs> if they're not in season, sometimes they run bad or they're not running good. We sometimes we don't have them, but for ninety-five percent of the time, we do have them. Yeah, and it, they are off the chart. And and Catherine's just a, is just an outstanding gourmet room. It's just I'm, I mean, if it were if it were in town here, if it were in Vegas. You could. You eat, would never be able to get in. Well, you could. You'd never be able to get in. But I'm. I'm basically going to say, you could double or triple your prices, and you still would never never be able to get in. Right, and that's not what we do there. I mean, we keep our we keep our prices very low. Oh, your and, prices and are great. Your prices are great. Even all we have a phenomenal wine list. We're just no triple markups, double markups. That's not even heard of. We keep it. We keep our great bottles of wine for a great price. We have the greatest food at a great price. I mean, some of the, you know, we're not really in the restaurant business. We want people to come out and have a great time. And the Catherine, it's, it's, it's like Vegas used to be. It's like years ago, <laughs> the old gourmet rooms, and they take great care of their customers. And if, if for those who never had stone crab, the only way to best describe a stone crab is lobster times three. So if you like lobster, three times it is what you're going to experience with the stone crab. With the mustard sauce or the cocktail sauce, whichever way you like them. They're just delicious. I mean, and they're they're super fresh. They come in all the time. We have a, we have like I said, we have a great relationship with our with our fishmongers in Florida, and they they love us. They take good care of us, and we get the first ones out. Right, no one gets them before us. Well, I can speak firsthand. I mean, I've I've never had stone crab before, and when I came up and had it, I got to, I had an eight ounce claw, which was ridiculous right. to yeah. begin with. Okay. Yeah, the super titans when they come in, we get them. Yeah, and and that mustard sauce with them, and as you said before, I mean, you want to talk about something that's that's rich, but you you could eat it all day long. That's how good it is. Yeah, yeah, they are they are really really good. And you know now now that we we open at four p.m. Right. We have you know we have a lot of our customers that come in from different areas, so from St. George or from Vegas, they drive in. So we open at four p.m. now. And it's done really well. And, you know, now that, you know, we're, reservations are required. Right. Which, you know, we're at 25% capacity sure. for the next, you know, probably for the next couple of months until this uh, mandate comes over. So we open at four. So we have our little seatings at four, six, or eight. So there's plenty of time for people to still come in and enjoy it. I mean, all our steaks, all our prime, are all prime meats. It gets in from stockyards out of Chicago. Even the prime rib is prime. I mean, our <laughs> lamb is Colorado lamb chops. I mean, we spec all the ingredients. We spec the lemons, the butter, the wine, the produce. I mean, we get exactly what we want for that restaurant. And there's, and and the, thank God I have an owner that you know just lets he wants things to be right. Yes, he's not worried about the price or the budget of it. Well, he says, no, I want the finest ingredients that we can get. You know, with it within reason, of course. You know, but and and we do a phenomenal job there. It's a, it's a great restaurant. We have some Italian dishes on there. There's some steakhouse dishes on there. There's some pastas. There's Chipino. So it's a little bit of everything. You could easily go to this restaurant three nights in a row and have a great meal at three different types of dinners. Exactly. And you could you can go to the Open Table app also and make your reservations, or you can call 702-346-6846 to make your reservations. And reservations are required. And I'm going to tell you what, if you ever get a chance and you want the best stone crab in Nevada, not even close, maybe on the West Coast, you got to go up to Catherine's at the uh, Casablanca Hotel and Casino, flown in fresh daily, 
Uh, the people there do an outstanding job of serving you. And as you said, everything is first class. And the pricing is very, very economical, very economical pricing. We have even our pastries. I mean, we have Gramenier soufflés. We do, we do table side, banana saucers, cherries jubilee. We have Cafe Diablo for desserts. We have some of the some of the best cakes. I got one of the best pastry chefs in Vegas. We have our, our cakes driven out just for the desserts <laughs> in that restaurant. Well, I got to make a reservation because I'm getting hungry right now, man. Um, it, it, it's like I said, this, we've been talking with Tom from the Casablanca Hotel and Casino. He's the corporate general manager, also overseeing food and beverage at Catherine's Steakhouse, the gourmet room. And I, I don't use that term lightly. It is a gourmet room up in Mesquite, Nevada. So, Tom, I want to thank you. I uh, want to have our, our listeners, if they're going up past Vegas, you got to stop in at Casablanca, but you need to make reservations. Uh, you, you will not be sorry. You will not be sorry. If you're passing through, plan your trip so your time works out for you, so you can at least have a great meal to or from your destination. Yes, I mean they've got great food even in in, in the uh, in the regular restaurant, the daily restaurant. Well, better also. yet, better yet, spend the night, have a great dinner. There you go, there you go. We'll get you a good room rate. Tom, want to thank you very much. My pleasure. Great talking to you. Okay. Remember Old Vegas where the golf courses were right outside your door? The Casablanca in Mesquite is just like Vegas used to be. Now at bookmesquitegolf.com, you can build your own room and golf getaway starting at $100. Mesquite Golf Packages draw golfers from all over the country to play on scenic and challenging courses. Stay in a deluxe tower room and choose from six golf courses, all within a six-minute drive from the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Build your own golf getaway at bookmesquitegolf.com. Choose from six unique and challenging courses for every golfer. Find the course to match your skill level. The Palms, Falcon Ridge, Conestoga, Oasis Palmer, Oasis Canyons, or Casablanca Golf Club. So pack your clubs and reserve a tee time. Go to bookmesquigolf.com and customize your perfect golf getaway at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Stay at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. It's just like Vegas used to be. Hey, this is Greg Townsend of Super Bowl Champions 84 Raiders. Join the Raider Nation on the Highway Drive, 94.9 and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Coach's Corner on Drive 96.9, 94.9. And in some news yesterday announced, NHL has a new television agreement. NHL has gone into an agreement with ESPN in the ESPN Affiliates for a $2.8 billion deal. So uh, NHL really needs this money. So uh, this is according to the $2.8 billion is coming from the New York Post. And this is from uh, Andrew Marchand uh, reporting it because it wasn't initially announced. Um, so now with ESPN having... The uh, ESPN Plus, Hulu, or whatever the packages they have, the Disney channels. Um, so you can uh, start picking up the NHL games. It'll be on EA, ESPN, ABC. Uh, they will broadcast for the next seven Stanley Cups. It will have a choice of conference finals. It will have half the playoffs. Um, 
And so this is good news for fans of the NHL and the NHL teams in general because uh, they need to get a better television deal, which is great. So here is Gary Bettman uh, with a little bit talking about their new deal with ESPN. I had a pretty good hockey Tuesday going. The Caps got an overtime winner from uh, Rana, and uh, they're playing some great hockey. But Wednesday's better. The commissioner of the NHL, Gary Bettman, joins us on a massive day for our company, and we certainly hope for the league as well as we announce a, a new deal starting next fall. And, and, Gary, this had been talked about for a while. We've been hoping, and now it's here. How do we, how do we get to this place? Uh, I think Jimmy Pitaro uh, showed great energy and vision and we decided that for a whole host of reasons uh, that it made sense to be with the worldwide leader in sports again and we're thrilled to be back. Uh, the excitement on both sides of this uh, partnership is absolutely palpable. We're thrilled to be with ESPN again and we get the sense as you just said, that ESPN is thrilled to have us back. There's no doubt about that. I, I think for, there are a myriad of reasons, not the least of which is just to be able to hear that great music again on our air. And to, I think about the spring and the Stanley Cup, and I'm going to get to that in a minute. But I got a great note from a, a, a Capitol player who I know, and he said the boys are so excited about this. And it's self-serving, I guess, to ask it. But I just wonder, Gary, how much do you get the sense that reflects the feeling around the locker rooms and the organizations in the NHL that, that this marriage will be renewed? We, we know what ESPN is capable of. And in fact, this arrangement is ABC, ESPN, ESPN Plus, and Hulu. We're, we've been, if you, I guess the term is we're all in with the Walt Disney Company. Uh, and, and that's what made this so exciting. But we've always respected and known the capabilities that ESPN has to promote and carry a sport. Uh, we took a little detour from each other for a while. Uh, we both did okay during that period. We've grown, our audience has grown, the game has grown. Uh, but now this is a new media era and the opportunity to do more than one package has presented itself. And using this as an opportunity to come back to ESPN and, and frankly, while ESPN has covered us over the years and we've had a presence from ESPN at the Stanley Cup final and, and at other league events, the fact is it, it, we didn't get the same coverage that the other major sports that ESPN has got. And now we're going to get that coverage. And that's going to be great to continue the growth of our game. Yeah, I think we've done okay apart, but we can do better together. And it, it really is exciting. And I, I say in particular, thinking about the spring and the Stanley Cup, and I grew up, I'm a basketball guy. I can't even skate. But anyone that's watched my show, Gary, knows every spring I say the same thing. The Stanley Cup tournament is the greatest tournament in all of sports. I truly believe that. And as we look ahead to having it again in the spring, and we're, <laughs> no, no shock there. But as, as we think about this spring, and we're seeing things lifting. There's optimism around the country. Uh, how, how optimistic ought we be that maybe there could be more people in buildings around the country and in Canada as well? We, we're, we're very optimistic that things are improving. 11 of our teams, I believe, currently can now have some fans in the building. Listen, COVID-19 has been, been an ordeal for everybody, and not sure. just in sports. So. 
So the fact that we're focused on sports shouldn't minimize all the other pain and suffering and difficulties that everybody's experiencing. But we came through the return to play and we had two bubbles and we went through 33,000 tests to conclude last season with no positives. Right now, I think we're down to three players who've tested positive for COVID or were isolated under the protocol. Uh, and we're being flexible, we're being agile, we're doing everything possible to get through the season and get to the playoffs. But, but one of the things that, that's crystal clear is I know our players miss the fans and the energy in our building and our game misses that energy as well. So with vaccinations and getting COVID under control, we're hoping to get our fans back in the building as soon as possible. Yeah, they provide an energy and a soundtrack that is truly, truly missed. And it, it isn't the same without it, even though I thought you all did a wonderful job, as did the NBA with the bubbles uh, as, as the lightning one uh, last. Uh, well, I started to say spring, but the spring and the summer, on they, all, <laughs> they, they blend together in a way that makes it kind of hard to remember it all. Um, the last thing, Gary, I'd love to ask you about is just you use the word you have to be flexible. I think everyone has to be nimble. And the schedule that you guys have come up with, I think has created some fascinating things. We've already seen a best of seven, right? But uh, we had a best of seven already. I wonder what <laughs> you have kind of enjoyed and found most interesting about what this schedule has presented. Well, by playing purely within division, we've reduced travel dramatically. And that's get, given us flexibility to reschedule games that had to be postponed. But all of this started because as everybody knows, we have seven teams in Canada and you can't cross the border. And so we had to do something different and realignment uh, was something that was the only way we could actually deal with the travel restrictions. Uh, I think the division rivalries have been great in a 56 game uh, a season. In a full 82 game season, I'm not sure it, it doesn't fatigue people. Uh, but we have learned to focus maybe perhaps a little more on divisional play. But we want to get back to the fact where all of our fans at some point in the season get to see all of our players. Well, as we reach a year anniversary of the day that sports stopped, what a treat it is to be able to celebrate looking forward together at seven years and hopefully many more as ESPN and the NHL together again. Gary Bettman, Commissioner of the League, thanks for your time and uh, for the trust in us. We hope we can be great partners for you. I know you will be, Scott. Great to be with you, and I hope to see you in person at a playoff game. That was Scott Van Pelt with Gary Bettman, the commissioner of the NHL, talking about the new television contract, ESPN, ESPN Affiliates, ABC, Hulu, ESPN Plus, with the NHL for next season. So you've been listening to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. Brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada.